in my head I always thought when you get pregnant you get pregnant because you want to and I would uh, uh, shame all the single mothers for lack of a better word thinking they got the baby out of their own carelessness until I got myself in that situation Who's going to marry me in the future when I'm here with a baby? Everyone who talked to me, it's going to be okay. But it, it didn't feel it's going to be okay. I had to tell it to myself that it's going to be okay. everyone welcome or welcome back to the human interest podcast the human interest podcast is a weekly podcast where we get to hear stories about people why they do what they do and about life successes losses challenges and lessons when i said i'm going to do a story i thought it's going to be easy So my guest this week fell pregnant at 28 and quickly realized she was going to raise the baby on her own. But anyway, I'm here. So here we go. The story explores how she dealt with heartbreak and forgiveness, the challenges and lessons therein. I met this guy. I dated for let's say three years. I was a very happy, good, lucky girl, and my life was so good. In terms of my career would grow, my relationship felt strong at the time, and I thought I got it. discovered I was pregnant the father of my child was very very happy and we thought the relationship would go somewhere but things happened and I had to do it on my own I wanted a baby I really really wanted a baby but I never thought I wanted to raise it single-handedly I think I wanted a family I've always wanted five babies I know I'll get there one down for to go <laughs> for the first 7 months i was very depressed um because of the notion that was going in my head that you're going to raise this baby alone you're going to raise this baby alone and i would find that i didn't have peace within myself and uh, it took a very hard decision something that no one could tell me it had to come from my head everyone who talked to me it's going to be okay but it it didn't feel it's going to be okay i had to tell it to myself that it's going to be okay 
So no one helped me. I had to help myself. People would try and talk to you here and there and tell you, don't worry, these things happen. You're not the first, you're not the last. But I, if I had not decided to do it on my own, tell it to myself, I would not be here today. I would be this, this depressed girl wondering what to do with a baby who's going to marry me in the future when I'm here with a baby. But I talked to myself, and one thing that really helped me is that I turned to God. And I would cry and pray and tell him, you know, this is your gift. You've given me this baby, so give me the strength to raise this child. I might not know how to do it, but I will do it with you. And so every day I would pray and ask for strength and ask for guidance and acceptance that I that I have to raise a baby and I have to raise it well. So nine months later I gave birth and it was the happiest moment of my life. I've never felt so happy. Out of the blue, my, my fear disappeared and all I could see was this baby is all mine. I could not believe it. I, I felt so happy. I felt so at peace. Ah, oh, I don't know. Only a mother can explain how it feels when you see your baby. It's so nice. My baby had some serious appetite. <laughs> um, we tried breastfeeding, but she would cry and cry and cry and I didn't have enough milk, as my mom would say, and the baby was very hungry, and I was frustrated again, wondering, oh my gosh, I thought breastfeeding is easy, you're told to eat all these sort of things, you're told take uji, take fenugreek, take uh, cocoa, you're there drinking, drinking yourself, but at the end of the day, my mom would tell me, you don't have enough milk. Oh, so I got frustrated, and we had to turn to none. And then I went to my God again and told him, God, the doctor says that the best way is uh, exclusive breastfeeding, but you know, well, I can do it. My baby has this appetite. I have this less milk. So I'm turning to none, not by choice, but please lead me. From six months, we started uh, food. And that was it. Life continued, continued, continued. Then life got hard at some point. When money started getting lesser and lesser, <laughs> and uh, my current job I was getting a very poor pay. Back in the days, it would sustain me as an individual, but now we were two. I had to look for a bigger house. I had to look for a nanny, and things were getting thick. And I couldn't ask anyone for money, as I had said. We had parted ways with my baby daddy. I don't know if to say baby daddy or spam donor. I don't know. <laughs> so I couldn't ask for money. So I'm here struggling, trying to make ends meet. I, at some point, I couldn't even afford 10 shillings. But I always made sure I've paid the rent. I've paid, I've bought shopping. I've paid the house help. So what I was left with is the day-to-day -day things like milk, bread, and my transport. So I would try and hustle as much as I could. And... Uh, we survived. We survived. Mm -hmm. 
And so here we are, two years, six months down the line. I have a very beautiful baby, very active, very jovial. She is the apple of my eye. She is my pride and joy. And we are happy. God has blessed us uh, financially, spiritually, family-wise. We feel loved. We are at peace. And what I can say out of this uh, is that time is a healer. You might sit back and think the world has abandoned you. God has abandoned you. Everyone has. You have failed as an individual. But you have to. It's not a cliche, by the way. You have to trust time. Time is amazing. Because if you'd ask me then in 2016, if I would ever be at peace, if I would ever be where I am right now, I would say no. It's not gonna happen. I messed up my life and this is how we're going to live it. I felt like a failure. But no. God has brought me. He has held my hand and I've, I am too at peace. My baby is healthy. My baby is growing in the right time, in the right procedure. I'm financially stable right now and we are living the life. So time is it shows you that you are crying over nothing. You are stressed over nothing. I am your God. I would never abandon you. I was leading you in the right way. If only you were patient. But I was patient. And here I am. Another thing that I have learned from this is you are the only person who can drive your own life. If you choose to be happy, it's on you. If you choose to be sad, it's on you. If you choose to be stressed, it's on you. People will give you their opinion. People will tell you what to do. But no one knows if it's the right thing because life is a journey for everyone. Um, someone might see me as a failure or someone might have seen me as a failure then back in 2016 and maybe they looked down on me. But now they have nothing to say. They're just watching you. They're wondering what is she going to do next? Because you've wowed them. You have exceeded their expectation. And it's not because they encouraged you or because they pushed you. It's because you made that decision on your own. If you don't um, drive yourself, no one will drive you. You have to sit yourself down and decide what do I want. Do I want to be miserable? Do I want to be happy? Do I want to pick up my pieces and move on? It's you. Everyone will tell you what to do, but they don't know how you feel. You're the only one who knows how you feel. You're the only one who knows how hot you are. So trust in your instinct. Talk to yourself. Know yourself. Learn yourself. Listen to the advices, but make the decision on your own. I've forgiven him for, if he's worth forgiving, I've forgiven him. And, um, but I have found peace in myself. And these days I tell myself, if it is not meant to be, it won't be. Even if you force it down the throat, even if you cling to them, if if it's not meant to be, it's not going to be. So I moved on. I knew it's, it wasn't meant to be. And I moved on. 
and I forgave him. I, I did not want to carry the burden and the anger and the bitterness with me because I needed to give my child love. And the only way I could give her love is if I'm in love with myself and with her and the environment. So I did not want to carry the hit. So I had to forgive him so that I can let it go and move on. So we don't meet, we don't talk. I'm not planning to show him the child in future. And I moved on and forgave him. He's his own boss. If he wants to be there, he would have been there. Do you think at some point you'll ask the father for some help? I pray every day that I won't have to do that. I don't think I'll have to do that. I trust my God. He's got our back. So I don't think I'll need... I have to believe in myself that um, it's the only way is up. I have to hustle for me and my child. And we don't have to depend on anyone. Because when you depend on someone, it comes with its frustration. You might ask for that money and they'll tell you, I'm broke, what will you do? You'll get frustrated. You'll start having regrets. It will give you more stress than peace. So I would say, um, it's like I'm afraid of rejection. That I might ask for money and he would say, I'm broke or I don't have it. And I don't want to feel like, hey, this guy does not even care about his child. I don't want to feel that. I'd want to stay in my peace and raise my child in love. What if the baby gets to a certain age and demands to know who the father is? I've always thought, what will I do when that time comes? And I would say I'm not prepared for that now. And I think I will deal with it when it comes. Right now, I... I just can't say anything about it because I have not experienced it. I can't say. But what are you planning to say? Because the baby will ask. At first I was planning to say he's dead. <laughs> oh, but that's not a wise thing to say. Um, I think I should wait for when she is of age and explain to her as an adult why the father is not there. Um, maybe because we were two different people and things didn't work out. I don't know what I'll explain to her, but I need to explain it to her in a way that she will understand. And uh, I've always told myself I would not want to badmouth him because uh, it was between me and him and not him and the child. So I wouldn't want to badmouth him. Um, but I would like to tell my child that things didn't work out and everyone went their separate ways. You've been listening to the Human Interest Podcast with Evelyn Wamboi. Remember, if you want to share your story with me, my email is thehumaninterestpodcast at gmail.com. That's thehumaninterestpodcast at gmail.com. Also, I'm available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Please subscribe, comment, like, and share. If you listen to my podcast on iTunes, please go ahead and leave a review. What this does is that it puts the podcast on the chart and allows others to find and enjoy the podcast. Thank you as always and see you next week.